738 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. And uh, joining me now, uh, kind of a rare treat, but I love it when we can have him on, Chief Eric Randall from the Pensacola Police Department. Chief, welcome back to the show, sir. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning to be be here, and I'm happy I can, can can come on this morning. Absolutely. And by the way, you've been it's what about a year and a quarter or something like that that you've been here now, something like that. Is that right? Everything's family settling yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yes, sir. You know, we're all getting all getting all settled in. You know, um, you know, getting reacclimated back to hometown Pensacola and learning a lot of the new things that have happened over the time since we've been gone. So, Absolutely. Well, good to, good, good to have you back, sir. I wanted to ask you, and you know, you and I talked the other day about this, uh, the patch development process for the new Pensacola Police Department right. patch, and we've also got a new badge as well, uh, but it's the patch that kind of yeah. concerns me, and I'm going to kind of tell the history of it. You correct me if I get anything wrong, and then maybe you can kind of ex- explain what right. I'm missing. Um, the solicitation yeah. went out to all the officers last summer that they could submit designs, which they did, about 12 right. or so, and they were told yeah. that they would get to vote from among those designs to pick the end result. When it time came to vote none of the submissions were available and instead it was just four versions of the same patch none of which had been submitted by the the um you know the officers in the process and i think some of them were frustrated because they felt like they would have had a chance to vote on a blue angels patch or a palm tree patch or a lady justice patch and they didn't get that chance can you explain how it got from their submissions to only the one patch them being able to choose between yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yes. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> no problem at all. So we had a, quite a few submissions, um, and basically the patch that we have now is a, a some similar rendering almost of one of the submissions that we got. Well, one of the things we did, we changed it a little bit to put the Pensacola on top and the police rider on bottom, and then we we're trying to find something to go in the middle to kind of be consistent with the badge and stuff. So what we did with there was we added the the city seal. Um, so yes, this is a rendition of um, almost a rendition of one of the ones that was that was submitted, one of the first ones that was submitted. And we kind of to make it look a little bit more seamless, we put the uh, established 1821 instead of being at the bottom. We moved it over to the side because if you know the patch kind of is a little narrow but flares out on the side, mm-hmm. so that's where we put those things at. And then we narrowed it down to that. Um, ultimately, it's my decision to the four versions that we were going to vote on for the department. And we had this version with um, three or four different renditions of it, different color styles and things of that nature, different fonts. Um, And we ultimately... Uh, department voted on it, and this one was the one that was selected, and this is the one we started putting on on the uniforms. Um, it was a very, very long process. Uh, in fact, this process and the discussions of it started before before I got here, so I just happened to be the one to um, bring it to to fruition and get these new patches out, badges, and new uniforms as well. <clears throat> So I guess my question is, I understand this patch. And by the way, I like this patch. It's fine. Um, But I think what had concerned some of the officers and myself, if I'd have been one in this process, is, you know, we were told to submit designs. We submitted designs. Some of them are very different from this one. I particularly like the Florida outline with the Blue Angels on it and says Cradle of Naval Aviation. It's a very Pensacola patch. And then it comes down to the yeah. vote, and we we didn't get to vote on anything we liked. We only got to vote on the things that you gave us, which is four versions of 
not what we submitted. Why not give them the chance to vote on the other options to see if they might like that, including a very common suggestion was, hey, we like the current patch. Let's just swap out the Florida flag for the uh, Confederate flag. Why not give them that option if that was what had originally been told them was that they'd have a chance to vote? Right. Um, so if you look at some of the renditions that was that was sent, there's almost actually one rendition that's actually almost like the one we got now with the exception, like I said. So we took all that into consideration and ultimately made the decision to go with this particular version um, in different styles to submit for, for voting because we wanted to make sure it was well-balanced and things of that nature. So um, I don't know if there may have been some type of miscommunication on, on my part, but um, we, we submitted out there what we what we finally designed and let the department vote on it, and, and they voted on, and this was the one that, that came on the outcome, and that's what we're moving forward on. All right, so I hate to I ask another time, but I feel like I get I get you picked it, I get you designed it, and I, again, I like this, but I just don't understand why you didn't let them vote on the Blue Angels patch or the Palm Tree patch or the throwback patch that looked like the original patch with the Lady Liberty in the middle of it. It seems like you told them they were going to get to vote, and in the end, you made the decision, and they only voted within a very narrow parameter. Can you, I, 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 I hate to keep pressing on this, but that's kind of the question I'm asking. Yeah, like I said, like I said, I don't know if there was if you know there was a lot going on. There was a mis- big miscommunication, but we were taking all these things into consideration uh, to design a patch, and then we would put out what um, the ones would be that we would finally vote on. So that's what came to fruition. And you talked about the flags. I mean, there was a long discussion about the flags and, yeah. and things of that nature. So ultimately, we decided to get away from from all the flags on the patch right. and, and, and go with the city seal to kind of just make it, make it really clean and sort of stand the test, test of time. Cause we really ain't got to be switching patches all, all the time. But, um, but, and then as a, um, a caveat to that, we went with two flags on the badge, the Florida flag and the American flag. And right. they're both a lot bigger on the badge than they, they have been in the past because we got rid of a lot of the other flags that was on the badge. So that's the that's the gist behind it. Um, projects move forward. Uh, we submitted it. People voted, and this is the one we're wearing. And one of the things, um, by the way, just to dispel, because I know there's a rumor out there. People sometimes believe the weirdest things. Uh, this was your decision. This is not the mayor. The mayor didn't have any input on this, right? Oh no, no. Okay. This is this was this was all PPD. Um, and and that's as a chief. Good. That's you know, what I had heard, and I just wanted to make sure that that coming from. Yeah. So, I mean, it all started, I mean, before I got here, but ultimately, um, everybody wanted to wait until I got here, got in, got in the seat, um, um, got things situated. And then, um, and like I said, shortly after I got here, we started working on, you know, talking about the patch and the badge, uh, uniforms and things of that nature. But, um, you know, it, it took a while because it was a lot of, a lot of discussion about, um, you know, what color should the patch be, what should be on the badge. And at the same time, we were going to, They'd already had out of carries on order. So, um, what type of shirt do we need to to wear with the out of carrier? Um, because you can't wear a standard uniform shirt with that because you know all that stuff that you wear on a standard uniform shirt would would um, uh, mess up the under 
part of the outer carrier, and then it wouldn't be very, very comfortable because oh, okay, yeah. And by the way, I think the new yeah, the new uniforms look great. Um, I know some people are going to say they look a little bit more military style, but I think they look very modern. I, I like them as well. And by the way, another note on the patches is they're on both shoulders. There's no longer an American flag, and I know some people are like why not? Well. To help identify, you know, PPD in an emergency situation, it's very easy to tell who they are. We're talking to Chief Randall. Uh, he is the chief of the Pensacola Police Department. Chief, hang on. I want to ask you about uh, Shot Spotter because I know this is a passion point for you, and Mobile is using it to great effect. Just hang on for me for a second. Let me get a traffic break in here with Candy Cullerton. West Michigan Avenue and Mobile Highway. Uh, there's an accident. No roadblock this morning at North W Street and Van Pelt. The turn lane is blocked. Texas BC, that accident, 437-1620. Candy Cullerton with traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Chief Eric Randall. Chief uh, Mobile keeps making headlines for the great success they've had with Shot Spot or something that I know you had at your old department in New Jersey. Um, how important to you is getting Shot Spotter here in Pensacola, even on a limited location basis? First of all, it was Virginia, not New Jersey. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I thought it was New Jersey. Oh, dude. Wait, what's wait? What was the city name? Look, it was Newport News. Oh, Newport you kind News. Of That's me too far north. There, I'm sorry. Fair enough. Fact checking the guy. I appreciate that. Sorry, sorry to slander you that way. <laughs> I got the Newport Nothing News mis- Jersey, misconnected but. in my head. Fair enough. Uh, but seriously, how important is New Jersey? But, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Your family's listening. Like what? Uh, how 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 important is Shot Spotter to you here in Pensacola? Shot Spotter is extremely important to me. And and Andrew, when I when you hear me talk about these technology things, ninety nine point nine percent of these things. I personally use when, when these things were deployed um, um, in, in, in law enforcement. ShotSpotter is, is a magnificent tool. It, um, it, it captures the gunshots in a very um, um, geogra- um, specific geographical area, so you can deploy it in areas where you're having a, um, a, a community concern about gun violence and gunshots, things of that nature. So it geolocates actually where the sound of gunfire is coming and actually helps us uh, from a law enforcement perspective uh, be able to respond in a, in a more effective and efficient way and be able to collect the, the evidence or any evidence. I mean, there have been a number of times um, um, where um, our, my experience is we've caught uh, incidents um, in, in action uh, as they were going on. And there have been a number of times where we've collected evidence at the scene that has led us to um, arrests and actually linked other cases and things of that nature, but also it gives the community a sense of sense of, um, of, 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 of of credibility as well because now when you hear those gunshots there 's automatic response from law enforcement you 're not relying on you know whether someone called nine one one or called an emergency line or anything like that i mean there 's actual automatic response and also the data that we 're able to get from that we 're able to track. Um, the shell casings and the evidence, which eventually could lead to uh, the firearm that was involved and the shooter that was involved as well. So it, it is a it is a, an, uh, an, an an amazing tool, and I, and I say that as a tool because it's not the end all be all. It's an amazing tool um, utilizing the 21st century technology to be able to do policing in, in our communities and make our communities a lot safer. Because not only now that, you know, anyone that wants to, to fire off a gun and, and try to get away with it. But what they're going to see, fire off a gun, it's going to be an immediate response from law enforcement. Yeah. So there is a high percentage of them getting caught. 
and, and things of that nature. No, I, I think it's great. I, I hate the fact that we need it, but clearly it would be beneficial to us. And as you say, it worked in Virginia and also <laughs> it's working so well in Mobile. Um, do, you, do you know offhand, like what would be the starting annual price tag? Because the way I understand it is you don't buy it. You basically rent the service. But what kind of price tag would we be talking about to get even a limited scale version of this in Pensacola? It, it depends. Um, there's a lot of different um, um, pricing on it. Um, so uh, the last time when I had shot spotter um, representatives here in Pensacola, uh, we had a great conversation uh, about it. Um, so it, it can be anywhere from sixty, seventy thousand dollars per year. Um, That's it. Like you said, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that, you it, know, for it, look, square mile, and square mile is a big area. You so, listen. You ask, and, uh, I will support you. That's 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 one officer, <laughs> and you're definitely getting more than one officer's benefit out of the eyes on the on the or the ears on the ground for this. Wow. All right. So I'm serious. Like you ask city council, I'll support you because <laughs> that makes perfect. Uh, wow. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be a couple hundred thousand dollars at least. So hmm, okay. Uh, well, Chief, we are totally right. out of time. Um, I apologize. We're, you know, we're totally out of time. But thank you for coming on the show. You're always welcome here. Uh, I know we talked to Mike a lot, but of course, you're always welcome here as well. Uh, Chief Eric Randall, Pensacola Police Department Chief. Thanks so much for the time, sir. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for giving me the opportunity. I appreciate it, Andrew. And thank you for all you do for the community as well. 